Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Oread race. It's part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races. And Oreads are part of the featured races. Matter of fact, they're part of the last ones. Only have five more after this, Christian. So Oreads, rock people. They are, what, the second elemental people we've run into so far? Yes, if it's were the first. Yeah, these are the rock people. Are they dumb? No. Oh, like, me is dumb, me is stupid. No, they are very... They're more characterized as being calm and hard to spur into action. But once they do, they're difficult to stop. <laughs> There's a train slowly beginning to go, but once it's going, please do not get in its way. <laughs> Watch the tram car, please. Oreads are strong and solidly built. Who would have guessed? With skin and hair colored stony shades of black, brown, gray, or white. While all the Oreads appear vaguely earthy, a few bear more pronounced signs of their elemental heritage. Skin that shines like polished onyx. Rocky outcroppings protruding from their flesh. Glowing gemstones for eyes or hair like crystalline spikes. They often dress in earthy tones, wearing practical clothing well suited to vigorous physical activity and preferring fresh flowers, simple gemstones, and other natural accents to complex manufactured jewelry. Okay, wow, let me tell you something here. I, I'm, I'm an overweight guy, all right? I know this surprises everybody at home. We got an <laughs> overweight guy playing Pathfinder, all right? At least I'm no longer in a basement, unlike the first half of this uh, I like podcast that we recorded. You're embracing it now, Caleb. <laughs> um, so I mean, I got I got these thighs. They rub together. It makes all sorts of holes in my pants and underwear. These guys literally have rocks for thighs. I imagine they go through clothes like nobody's business. There's probably a reason they're wearing a dress here. Well, that might just be a female Oreed. Or maybe it's because they have a thigh <laughs> rubbing their clothing off. Problem? Are, are you Christian? making a head cannon to, to cope with the fact that your thighs burn holes in your pants? I'm just saying the rocks gotta have similar problems. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, and I like that. Um, that just even that small. I don't. It's expensive. I constantly have to buy new pants. <laughs> There's that small, simple description of how they prefer, you know, like practicality and natural elements rather than anything fancy or valuable. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> no, I do. I agree with you, Christian. <laughs> You didn't like my jokes, so now I'm turning serious. Now you don't like my series. I don't know where to go, Christian. Look, Caleb, like, you there's, wanna there's wear a, a thin line in if between. If you want to wear a dress, Caleb, no one is stopping you. You know, I sometimes I want to, but let's not. Listen, these episodes, I just edited an episode, and I said to myself, man, it's 30 minutes long. This only needs to be like 20, 25 minutes, but I'm making so many dumb jokes. I won't do it this next episode. How long has it been? It's been four minutes, and we've done nothing but talk about the physical description because I'm just a failure at everything I've ever set out to do. Oh, Reeds, they're adults. No, I don't care what you have to say. I was going to say adults. lightning round. Stop it. They're adults at 60 years old. Holy shnikes. Uh, and then they become middle-aged at 150, old at 200, venerable at 250, and they can live up to 850 years. Oh, wow. This really? Is, yep. This is uh, the same as the Ifrit. Oh, All the elemental lifeline uh, lifespans are the same. Oh, okay. They are about between four feet, two inches, and five feet, so they're kind of stout people. Uh, with the women, wow, way shorter, three feet, 11 to four foot nine. Uh, and they weigh, oh my gosh, 164 to 234 pounds. 
I expected actually more than that, being that they're made out of gosh darn rock. Seeing as they're five feet max, 234 pounds at five feet is kind of ridiculous. I That's how much I weigh, and I weigh that, and I'm not tall, Christian. What do you mean? You're five feet tall, Caleb? No, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Aren't you like I'm, six I'm wor- I promise you, I'm working, to, I'm working hard to that thing. <laughs> Let me have a sip of this water that has zero calories. <laughs> Delicious. Let's talk about some things that are more interesting than their height and age. So about their racial traits. They're strong, solid, stable, and stoic. So they get a plus two strength, plus two wisdom, and minus two charisma. They are outsiders with the native subtype. They're medium creatures. They are slow. They have a base speed of 20 feet instead of 30 feet. Ooh, I think it's the first time we've seen a medium creature with a base speed of 20 feet. Other than a dwarf. Oh yeah, I always think of them as small. They begin play speaking common and Terran, which is the elemental earth language. And if they have high intelligence score, they can choose between Aquan, Orin, Dwarven, Elven, Gnome, Halfling, Ignan, and Undercommon. Uh, three of those are elemental languages. I might have said this before. It's a little bit deja vu, but I think it's the first time we've seen one where literally every single one of them I think is appropriate. Every bonus language, that is. You think Elven makes sense? All right, you got me. I like how quickly you're like, yes, I give up. I'm not going to fight for this position I've taken. No, no jokes! Right, Rachel fine. traits, energy resistance, go! Orids have acid resistance, five. The least fun resistance, I feel. Ah, but makes sense. Yeah. Orids can use magic stone once per day. Magic stone is where you literally pick a three rocks off the ground and you make enhance them with magic and if you throw them they deal more damage and if you throw shoot them out of a sling they deal more damage not the most exciting spell like ability to have 1d6 plus 1 points of damage yeah not no oh, wait or 2d6 plus 2 versus undead oh no rocks our weakness <laughs> Oreeds have dark vision and can see perfectly in the dark up to 60 feet and they have earth affinity Orid sorcerers with the elemental earth bloodline treat their Christmas score as two points higher for all sorcerer spells and class abilities. Orid clerics with the earth domain use their domain powers and spells at a plus one caster level. Both useful, and I think it's very interesting that that wasn't just for sorcerers. They gave something in there for another class. But they've got alternate racial traits, Christian. I'm hoping they switch out. Just like we said with the Ifrit, we hope they switch out the spellcasting one in case you don't want to be a spellcaster. I really want the magic stone one changed. As, as, as nice of a flavor, which we use that word a lot just so you guys know in case you're listening to this, you know what that means. Flavor means kind of a role-playing, interesting idea. Something that makes it distinct, not necessarily from a mechanic point of view. But yeah, like they have, I think they have good flavor, but I really would never want to use it on my character, so please give me something else. Why don't you start us off? <laughs> so the first alternate racial trait they have is going to replace Earth Affinity, which is the spellcasting one. It is called Crystalline Form. Orids with this trait gain a plus two racial bonus to AC against rays thanks to their reflective crystalline skin. In addition, once per day, you can deflect a single ray attack targeted at you as if you were using the deflect arrows feat. I really like this one. Rays aren't particularly common, but it's great flavor. You get the flavor in the crystalline part of your body instead of just being rock. And Mm -hmm. if this niche circumstance does happen, you have an answer to it. This is, uh, I, what I really like about these guys is their alternate racial traits, a few of them, uh, change the way you look, and that's brilliant. I like the crystalline, by the way, I think it is, not crystalline, but I like, I, you know, Christian, you be you, and I like it. We can be different. Why not? No, that's the Ori's name, crystalline. Ugh. Verbal SMH. Uh, Kappa. AFK, LOL. <laughs> ASD, FJK, L, semicolon. 
Uh, I like the idea that you're like... What? what oh, lightning round, Caleb. Uh, What's the next one? Uh, oh, my brain tilted. I, I like the idea that, you know, I don't want to be... I, want, I have a picture of my character, and I don't want him to be like a, a stone gray rock. I want to be more like a crystal guy. Take crystalline form. Now you got me saying it, Christian. They got a picture here in the in the advanced race guide. He looks pretty much just like a golem. I don't like it. But the girl version is fantastic. She has like this robe on. Again, look at that. Wearing a robe. I wonder why. And she has this awesome like hair. It's like Goku, but stone. And she's got like a serpent familiar. It's made of stone. Really fantastic artwork. I love it. And she's wearing, she's holding a pickaxe. A little bit stereotypical. All right. Isn't that like self-hatred? <laughs> Having a pickaxe and being a Listen, rock person. I'm a human. I'm a human, but I eat things that have flesh on them or had them at some point. I don't like go, oh, no. Animals are also made of flesh. What's happening here? I've eaten lots of burgers. See earlier in the podcast when I mentioned my weight. It's like being a wax person and using exclusively fire. Like <laughs> whatever. I just feel like they can have whatever job they want to have. If they want to be miners, they can be miners. I, I bet they are extra good at miners because they know everything about rocks. Take that, Christian. Earth and sight. Jokes. Too many jokes. Earth and sight, or each spellcaster sometimes find that their elemental heritage makes creatures of Earth more willing to serve them. Some of monster and some of nature's ally spells that such Orids cast last two rounds longer than normal when used to summon creatures with the Earth subtype. This racial trait replaces Earth affinity. I'm not sure how many there are. You definitely, there's stages where you get elementals at different sizes, so Earth elementals, of course. By the time you actually cast meaningful elementals with this, which is, I think, one of the only, if not the only thing you can get off a summon monster, two rounds is nothing. It's already lasting like seven or eight rounds. I'm going to say this isn't very good. It's replacing Earth Affinity, which we, you know, if I'm going to be a caster, it's not, I'm not a sorcerer and I'm not a cleric, if I'm a wizard, why not? True, yeah. Hopefully nothing else takes up that slot as well of being a spellcaster and not wanting Earth Affinity, because otherwise I would never take this. Next, we have Ferris Growth, and this is going to replace that spell-like ability where you throw rocks. Orides with this racial trait learn how to mimic the magic of their Shatayan ancestors. Once per day, such an Orid can cause a touch piece of non-magical iron or steel to grow into an object up to 10 pounds in weight, such as a sword, a crowbar, or a light steel shield. I assume they mean, like, there's also more examples of that, and that's not, f um, fine. Comprehensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this object remains in this form for 10 minutes or until it is broken or destroyed, at which it shrinks back to its original size and shape. Way more useful and super cool. Yeah, even more flavorful than Magic Stone. And you know what I'm seeing here? I'm noticing they keep saying such an Orid. They don't do that for the rest of the things we've read so far. They're like such an Ifrit can do. What are they? That's weird. I don't like it, Christian. <laughs> like they're labeling me like, oh, you're that kind of Orid. <laughs> Fertile soil. All read sorcerers with the verdant bloodline treat their Christmas score as two points higher for all sorcerer spells and class abilities. Or read clerics with the plant domain use their domain powers and spells at plus one caster level. This replaces earth affinity. Oh, just there's more options now. I like it. Yeah. I, do, I like the idea of that, of, a, of, a, of an Ori that's like a gardener. <laughs> they, they put soil on themselves and grow plants like out of moss them. moss is growing on it. I love it. Next we have granite skin. This is going to replace that Acid Resistance 5. Rocky Gross cover the skin of Orids with this racial trait. They gain a plus one racial bonus to natural armor. Yep, that's simple. If you don't want energy resistance, just get plus one armor. No big deal. I like it a lot. Again, it's another one where it changes the way you look, so if you want to look different, you got a great way to represent that. Mountainborn. Orids are drawn to mountains and other hind places. After many generations, they've grown well-suited to their environment. Orids with this racial trait gain plus two racial bonus on acrobatic checks made across narrow ledges and on saves against altitude fatigue and sicknesses. sickness. 
This replaces the spell-like ability racial trait. If you're doing a lot of mountain stuff, no reason not to pick it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen altitude fatigue often, but if it does come up, you do want to be prepared for it. Next, we have Stone in the Blood. Or reads with this racial trait, mimic the healing abilities of the Mephits, gaining fast healing 2 for 1 round anytime they take acid damage. The Ori can heal up to 2 hit points per level per day with this ability, after which it ceases to function. So if you take this, and you still have your uh, acid resistance, you basically can take 0 damage from acid, and then heal 2 points from acid. Mephits, those are like the flying bat kind of creatures, right? Goblin bats. Yeah, they're, they're, imp, they're imp-like. They're kind of like... Um, elemental imps. In a so sense. why are there? What has? Why are methods in this? What's the connection? Because there's rock. There's rock methods. Oh, okay. But are they like part of their heritage? They can be. Yeah. They never say specifically like Oreads come specifically from Earth elementals or Earth genies. If that's a thing. Like if you remember last time, the Ifrit they can come from salamanders. They can come from elementals. Gotcha. They can come from genies. The method is just another option. Gotcha. 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 Well, Stone of the Blood sounds like a terrible disease you should get addressed right away. Treacherous Earth. Once per day, an Ori with this racial trait can will the Earth to rumble and shift, transforming a 10-foot radius patch of Earth, unworked stone or sand into an area of difficult terrain centered on the area the Ori touches. This lasts for a number of rounds equals to the Ori's level, after which the ground returns to normal. This replaces the spell-like ability racial trait. Again, interesting, and it's a fair trait. Yeah, th- I think this is cooler than Magic Stone. I think this is better than Magic Stone. Uh, way more interesting and flavorful. I would basically, this would be my default if I ever played Norid. I would always take this first over Magic Stone. I liked Ferris Growth better. Well, I like Treacherous Earth. Well, I like Ferris Growth. <laughs> and that is when the podcast split. They had a divide and Christian went his way. <laughs> Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> you got two racial archetypes. The Shaitan Binder. I don't know how to say that. Excuse me. He's a summoner. And Student of the Stone, which is a monk. And before we get into feats, why don't we send our listeners off to Adventureland, where they can discover brand new opportunities to, to see these rules come to life. In other words, we're going to talk to you about our other podcast. Oh, I... I cool new ads we made. I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, they've, I think this is maybe the second or third... This is the third time they get to hear our cool new ads we never talked about. We made some new ads, guys. Hope you enjoy them. Hope they're all fantastic, good, great, awesome sauce. I like the part where we talk about the ads instead of playing it. Well, I mean, listen, they've had to listen to the same ad uh, or the same, like, rotation of three ads for maybe a year and a half. I'm just happy we can give them something different. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just playing some role-playing games while listening to the speech made by some GM named Martin Luther King. I'm not quite clear how any of this relates to RPGs, though. Well, Caleb, I'm not sure when he says character, he's talking about the kind of character that you're thinking of. Hey, but do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can listen to Trailblazers on this very feed. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. 
So go ahead, grab some dice and join us. Alright Christian, I think I get it now. He's saying we're supposed to judge our fellow players by the content of their character sheet, not the color of their orc or elvish skin. Oh, Caleb, I'm not sure that you'll ever understand. Was that ad everything we, we hyped it up to be? I sure hope it was. Uh, next is the feats. Orids don't have a lot. They aren't a super supported race. We don't see them a lot. There's kind of a mix in like how Orids come about. We see a lot of flavor that suggests that they are from dwarves and earth elementals. We see a lot of suggestions in the book, canonically, that they are also from humans. Uh, we'll see a little bit of both here, I think. Uh, the first one is dwarf-blooded. Uh, you have dwarven blood coursing through your veins. The only pre prerequisite is to be an Orid, and your dwarven heritage manifests in two ways. First, your speed is never modified by armor or encumbrance as the dwarf slow and steady racial trait. Second, you gain the stone-cunning dwarf racial trait. So you're, you're taking a feat, and you're basically getting two traits out of it. Not, not a terrible trade-off. Um, useful if you plan on wearing heavy armor so you don't move 15 feet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Echoes of stone. Your senses are keener among the rocks and stones. You gain a plus four racial bonus on perception checks underground and on survival checks to avoid becoming lost in caverns and rocky areas. Uh, I like the idea of you going across a plain, like just grasslands and grasslands. You just carry pockets full of rocks and you throw it across. Technically, this is a rocky area, so I get a plus two here or a plus four. Uh, the next part of this chain is called Murmurs of Earth. This requires you to have the Echoes of Stone feat and to be character level 9. The Earth opens up her secrets to your perception. You gain a limited form of Tremor Sense. As a move action, you become aware of all creatures within 15 feet that are in contact with the ground at that moment. Tremor Sense is, is good. 15 feet. Tremor Sense is quite powerful. 15 feet, I think, is, is fair. It's two feet for it, though. Yeah. Um, it, it would be hard to fit in. And maybe at level 9 there's other ways to get Tremor Sense, but I still think it's neat. Next is Stony Step. It's part of a feat chain. Every elemental race has like a feat chain that lets them represent their elemental heritage in really cool ways. Typically, um, what did the Ifrit get? The Ifrit got a, like that heat aura, if I recall correctly. Like they could heat up their weapons and deal more damage. We're going to see the Ori do something more interesting. The Earth recognizes its kinship with you and does not impede your movement. When you move, you may move through five feet of earth or stone-based difficult terrain, such as rubble, stone stairs, and so on. Each round is as if it were normal terrain. I always forget that stairs is difficult terrain. The effects of this feat do stack with similar feats. So you're probably thinking, like, why would I take this over those other feats, like acrobatic steps where I can five-foot step into any terrain? Well, because there's a neat little chain here. I think it's just a two-feet chain. This leads into Ori Burrower. So this requires you to be level 9 and take the previous feat. The ground parts for you at the slightest touch, allowing you to dig with great speed. You gain a burrow speed equal to half your base speed. You can burrow through sand, dirt, clay, gravel, or other similar materials, but not solid stone. You do not leave a hole behind, nor is your passage marked on the surface. Burrow for two feats, even though it's limited burrow, is really, really good. But your speed is already slow as an orid. Yeah, but you can move through the world underground without anyone on the surface knowing you're there. Very powerful, for sure. Do you have to hold your breath or something? Maybe technically, but you can hold your breath for a very long time. In so you're not going to the opposite end of the planet? I, you could try. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you from trying. I am going to have you make a roll new character, though. <laughs>
I, I would take this as a rogue. If I were an Ori rogue or any kind of stealthy character, just sneak up behind people, come out from the ground, and stab them in the ankles. Yeah, in two turns. What do you mean? It's so slow. Yeah, but you sneak Half up on of them, my Caleb. Speech they're just they're already... sitting there. They're gonna, eating their We're splitting the podcast again. This isn't a joke. This is real, Caleb. <laughs> this is real life. Well, I'm not joking. I disagree, sir. You don't think that being able to move undetected through a- any kind of, like, rocky terrain is powerful? I do think that sentence you said is powerful. Now add on to that half of an already slow speed race, and then I no longer think it's worth two feet. I mean, if you were 30 feet, that would only be a 30-foot speed class. Mm -hmm. It would still only be 15 feet. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you're a monk or a barbarian that get a bonus to their move speed. I still don't like it. All right, fine. Whatever. You be a pessimist. Kid. What's the next feat that you don't like? Don't, don't like <laughs> anything read, I like. I'll read Earth Glider. The Earth welcomes you, showing you the secret paths through sand and soil. You need Ori Burrow, Stony, Stony Step, and you need to be level 13. You gain the Earth Glide Universal Monster ability and can use it to travel at your full base speed through sand, dirt, clay, gravel, or similar materials. If protected against fire damage, you can even burrow through lava. You can burrow through solid stone at half your base speed. Now we've gotten something interesting. Oh, oh, so, okay. All right. You like, okay. Fine. No. That's, that's great, Caleb. Do you not like it now, Christian? No, I do, but I still think it was good beforehand. <laughs> so Earth Glide is a ability that actual Earth Elementals get, and it is worded as following. A burrowing Earth Elemental can pass through stone, dirt, or almost any other sort of earth except metal as easily as a fish swims through water again you don't leave behind a tunnel or hole or you don't leave any ripple or sign of your presence <laughs> if you happen to get targeted by a move earth spell while underground you get sent back 30 feet and you're stunned for one round so this is this is obviously very powerful like even though it's not you can't go through real stone this is very strong maybe not by 13th level maybe it is three feet investment but definitely one of the cooler ones i think for elementals. So it's about their gear. I talked to you earlier about I, had a, I was, thought it was cool if they had like plants growing on them. There's a gear called camouflage lichen where you can rub this lichen on you. It grows after a day and it gives you some bonus to stealth checks when you're in some sort of mossy or you know, forested area. It doesn't last uh, more than like three days though. Another very flavorful gear they get are flesh gems, which there's a very long description of them, but basically they are little gems that you actually stab into the flesh of an oreed. And they're, like, decorative, or they can actually be uh, used almost as a weapon. They can put, like, spikes in themselves. They got two, they got three uh, magic items, but two are of note. One is the, there's the Belt of Stone Skin, which is, pretty much gives you DR10 adamantine, and after it absorbs 100 damage in a 24-hour period, it needs to rest before you can use it again. But I love that. Sometimes you need to wear, like, adamantine, and you wanted to make your breastplate up to something else. But now you got to do adamantine if you want any sort of DR. Now you wear this belt. I think it's awesome. And there's Mask of Stony Demeanor, which yeah, lets you, like, oh, I can make awesome bluff checks. So that's not matter. What it does, it turns your face to stone. That's cool, just as a roleplay thing. Don't even give me other stats. My face is a rock now, and I'm <laughs> not even an Oreed. That's awesome. Interesting. It's a, the Mask of Stony Demeanor has this dumb little thing where it gives you, like, a plus 20 to bluff checks. But then you had to convince your GM that the person should believe the person that just slapped on a rock mask and is talking in monotone. <laughs> right. It's true. But I like it. I like it on non-Oreeds. I think it's very interesting. That's the Oreed, Christian. What do you think about him? I very much like the Oreed. Um, if only for the reason you mentioned earlier in that 
they have so much flavorful cosmetic options. They can change sure. the way they look and represent their heritage, which, you know, you can really do with everything, but it becomes a lot easier when the game presents you canonical, you know, lore-friendly ways that you can do that. And I think they're mechanically pretty strong. There's definitely, there's nothing in here that I feel like they're lacking. I'm not a big fan of having low speed, especially because unlike the dwarf, they don't get anything to compensate for the speed. Mm. Um, but I, I like the idea of them being slow and strong and hardy people. Mm-hmm. They had to go somewhere with it, and they, they didn't, we just covered the orc. It, they didn't want to make them super strong, give them the big strength score. So instead they said, you know what, we'll kind of hit that more of a constitution flavor, I think, is what they decided. And I like it too. When I think about the fire people, the Ifrit did a good job. Earth people, I won't even know what I would make for it. And the idea that you make someone literally out of stone, I think that's brilliant. And uh, yeah, I think they're pretty cool. I want to say, though, nothing here yells at me, you got to make an Orid character. This is really, really cool. I think it's baseline, you know, idea. By the way, they are 6 RP. Which is very... I think it's like the lowest one other than Kobold. It's very low. Which I didn't... I don't. I definitely don't think of them as bad as Kobold. <laughs> no, not at all. Kobolds are their own special tier of not very good. <laughs> Alright, five more. Christian, next is the Rat Folk. We finally hit another small race. I, I never realized how few small races there are. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't... I never found small races very interesting either. But hopefully the rat folk will be, you know, I think they have a lot of potential to be very, very flavorful and interesting. Because there's so many directions you can go with a rat folk. Yeah, of all of them, rat folk do seem like I'll be so much quicker to play a rat folk than any of the other smaller races. They do seem interesting. We're going to find out all about them. There's even like a little bit of swarming flavor in there. Mm, can't wait to find out what that is on our next episode of Dragon Ball Z. But for now, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our site, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. Andrew, you want to play some D&D tonight? No, I, I can't. You're not real. None of this is real. Real, 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 Mental divergence can be a tricky situation, but we here at Tales from the Lich can be your hand in the infinite darkness. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com